Today's episode is rated PG fifteen or sixteen. Not even thirteen. No, fifteen or sixteen. Okay, I want to put that clearly into your mind. It's going to get a little risque as we get into the cheese made today. I told you on the radio that there was a package that Amazon lost. And this is the last Amazon story we're going to tell for a month, okay? But that package was so incriminating, the item inside, I don't even know how it looked my neighbors in the face if they were the one whose doorstep this arrived on. We went through the whole neighborhood trying to search for this package. And when you find out what was inside, you're going to understand today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast that I do with my mom, and we do it every day, and we just appreciate you being here. If this is your first time back in a while, thanks, or if you have been here every single episode, either way, just really, really, really appreciate you being here supporting this this project. Um, it's it's live, laugh, love your mom. That's it. If you haven't subscribed yet and given us a review, we'd love for you to take a second to do that. It would mean a lot. And now let's say hello to my co-host, my lovely mother, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So my mom's got a fear she's going to run into a deer. Where Where's this coming from? Well, you know, every day or every night when we come home after dark, we see deer. I mean, we live... We live around a gazillion deer up here, mm-hmm. and um, I, I've always had this fear of coming home at night and hitting one. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine who went to a trip in um, Montana one time actually had a deer run into the back seat of their car mm. and crashed through the window and landed in their back seat. Lord. I would be a dead woman. I would have died of a heart attack. Yeah. He, he said his wife almost did. I mean, that was crazy. But I do have a fear of it. And they say that Georgia's um, a high-risk state for animal collisions. Right. And that there's a 1 in 89 chance of colliding with an animal, not just a deer, but you know, other animals, dogs, cats, farm animals. One time I, I was going to work in the morning and there was a cow on the side of the road. Yeah. You know, and we're always seeing, you know, possums and raccoons and, oh, my gosh. So I would hate that. I would, I'm sure anyone hates that. I remember the time you bought those little things at the front of your car and I was like, <laughs> I don't think this is an Oh, my dear thing. whistles. Yeah, yeah, whatever deer they want to call them. So if you go over 25 miles an hour, I think it is, they're supposed to make some kind of a whistling sound that only deer can hear. But, <laughs> but now they've proven that's really not the case. <laughs> I thought it was a little, <laughs> little suspicious. My mom's like driving around with these big old horns in the front of her car. <laughs> they weren't I'm like, big. Oh, they were pretty big. They, they were what? They're they probably were, six inches? Yeah, they were like six I mean, inches and they yeah, fit on your grill. Big, and, you know, just, just <laughs> Some Georgia stuff right there. That's what you see in Dawsonville. You don't see that out here in Baltimore. Well, California. I'm telling you, you know, we love the deer. And, you know, we're, I mean, we don't like deer hunters. And, right. And we spotted, um, what did dad, what'd your dad call that? It wasn't, it was a deer screen. Yeah. uh, Across the street from us Mm -hmm. and a lot that our friend owns. And evidently it's a place where hunters hide. 
And so he asked our neighbor about it and the next, and he said, yeah, he had given permission for a friend to use it. But fortunately, the next day it was gone. So (laughs) no, no, I don't want to hear a shotgun in my neighborhood of someone (laughs) shooting deer. No, thank you. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, you know. I think as animal people, it's always hard to digest that, you know, like it's the, the so sport hard. of it. And I know I mean, a lot so, of people do it, you know. I know they do, but I'm telling you, and I know there are too many. But oh my gosh, I just oh, I hate the thought of it. So yeah. I'm just always careful when I'm driving. More careful when I'm driving at night. Sure, because they also um, sleep in our front yard. It's funny how tastes change over time. Uh, I was really excited because they came out with a new Borat movie. And I don't know if you, I'm sure most people my age know what Borat is. My mom's seen, you have, you have no idea what Borat is. Not really, but I'm going to Google it. <laughs> 2004, they came out. It was a Sasha Baron Cohen movie where he plays this guy from somewhere in like the, I forget, and it's uh, some tiny little city in Russia, maybe, or. In that general area, and he comes to America, and he just causes all kind of chaos. And I, f- I forget the, the plot of the original one. And they just came out with the second one. They put it on Amazon Prime Movies, and I was like really excited about checking it out this weekend. I was like, oh, I used to love that movie. Hmm. Sat down and watched it this weekend. And I was like, eh. like, and it was pretty much the same as the first one, you know, the same premise. But it's just funny how your tastes change over time. It's kind of how I felt like when they came out with the second Dumb and Dumber movie. Oh, like, it was yeah. the same shtick. Yeah. But it's just funny how, like, I don't have, I'm not in the same mindset as, you know, let's see, 2004, I would have been 21, 20, young 20s. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. it's funny how, like, you get so excited. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it seems so nostalgic. But then, like, you go and you do it and you're like, meh, I think mm-hmm. I've just grown up a little bit. I feel like I've just changed a lot since the last time. It calls, you know? it, a, it, calls it a mockumentary. Yeah, it's like. That's it, it's, funny. Yeah, like like there there are parts that I found I still found funny, but it's just it's funny how your tastes just change over time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It it is funny, you know. Now what what we end up doing is watching nature movies. (laughs) Well, that's how you know you get really old. You know, I Uh feel like (laughs) your tastes change. You know, like (laughs) I'm not really into like like dumb comedies anymore. I feel like I've kind of grown out of that. I'm more into like the sophisticated comedies i guess some might say i love watching documentaries i'm into that i'm, 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 I'm in the documentary phase of life oh yeah God, when i when i get to like just watching nature shows like uh-huh. but God nature shows me. are documentaries too i mean david attenborough's new nature show is a documentary of his life of I don't think anybody listening knows what that is, mom. My mom like (laughs) came on so excited to talk about it. I was like, I don't think anyone knows who that man is. (laughs) He's called Sir David Attenborough and he's from England. And he is a filmmaker that has studied the planet and nature all of his life. And he's, he's an amazing person. He's 94 years old and still filming. And he has such an, an amazing amazing voice so go on netflix a lot of his things are on netflix also like down to earth with zach efron 
Um, yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, um, that was good. Yeah, I was. I wanted to watch The Witches this weekend too, but I didn't actually get around to it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Raw Dolls, The Witches came out. Uh, what? What was it? Probably the nineties. Yeah, long I used to time love ago. The Witches, and they just came back out with it. It's on HBO Max. But I didn't get a chance to watch it this weekend. My friend Kim told me that, that um, she just watched The Haunting and loved What's it. What's that? The Haunting. It's some new scary mm-hmm. movie on Netflix. But she's, know, it's, it's weird that Halloween's already here. Like I just I, everything this year feels like such a wash, you know. <laughs> no, like, I don't even like, really feel like watching scary movies. It's not like I'm even like the mood for Halloween. Like we, I was on the phone with my buddy last night. This, I mean, probably visit me for Thanksgiving. That'll be our Thanksgiving plan. Uh-huh. Uh Depending on how things go with COVID and if he can travel here or not. Uh-huh. But um, I, I'm like, I'm just like not in the mood for the holidays at all. Like well, I got an email the other day about Black Friday shopping is coming, and I'm like, meh, like, meh. Well, every, every day just kind of seems the same right now, doesn't it? Like, this could yes. be any any day, any year, any month, you know, like any yeah. anywhere USA. I just feel like it's almost like the Truman Show right now. It's like you're Groundhog <laughs> Day. You're waking up, and you're just like, all right, another COVID day, you know, yeah. like another COVID day, another COVID day. Yes, what day is it? And I think yeah. that's the reason why we can't experience holidays the way that we have in the past and that we're accustomed to and that we love and enjoy. We have to adapt everything. We have to adapt everything we do. Yeah. Everything we do. And we're also, but then I'm like, is it worth even celebrating it? You know, like I think if you have kids, you got, you kind of got like a tricky thing you got to pull off this year because mm-hmm. you got to somehow keep the holidays seeming somewhat normal. I think Christmas will be pretty easy because that's not one you really have to do much with other people, you know, like you get your family and stuff, but right. you could easily throw up a tree or a menorah or whatever your holiday is. And it's, you know, yes, ta-da, the holidays, um, but trick or treating is like major. Yeah. I mean, that's, you're exposed to a lot of people. When yeah. You that's go what I'm saying. Like, that, like that's going to be a tricky one. Like I, <laughs> I don't know how parents are going to, because I think kids, like, as you're speaking, I love speaking as a non-parent about kids. My favorite thing to do. <laughs> Um, but I just, I, I just don't know that kids comprehend or are allowing themselves mm-hmm. to like accept the fact that like the coronavirus exists and like what that means to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And now they have to wear a mask where they're underneath their other mask and, you know, oh, it's such a hard time. Yeah, but it's just gosh, weird. you used to love Halloween as a kid. Oh my gosh, y'all loved I that. So I loved much. it, but I hated it. I was such, it was such a, it was such a double-edged sword for me because I used to love, I like, used to love putting on costumes, mm-hmm. and then I used to love going to get the candy. I used to think trick or treating was so much fun. That was like the uh-huh. coolest thing ever. He's like walking to people's house and get candy. What? This is crazy. <laughs> no. But then I hated. Being scared. Like, I hate it. Like, when people's houses mm. be decorated, like, oh, scary. Yeah. I was like, nah, 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 nah. nah oh, we're not yeah. messing with that. Who was that one guy? I think every neighborhood had that one house with this, the person that just took Halloween too far. Mm-hmm. Who was the guy that used to, like, sit on his porch, like, yeah. in a Grim Reaper costume? Yes. And then I like, jump out at you. Like, see, yes. that's, that's like, that created trust issues with me down there. I think that's like some of my, my trust issues came from like those, mm-hmm. those days because. You were, dude, that was supposed to just be a costume. We're supposed to have fun on Halloween, mm-hmm. not be scared the crap out of when you're six or whatever, you know? Right. No, we didn't know that person, but I know who you're talking about. It was so scary. Yeah. I, I didn't like that at all. And, you know, your dad would always take you guys, usually with, you know, a few other parents and, um, 
then we'd gather back at our house and y'all would exchange your candy. And yeah, it was serious business. I would stay at home and, you know, give out candy to the kids. I'd sit on the doorstep and I loved that part. But I really, overall, I don't like Halloween. Yeah. And now think about it. It is kind of creepy. I mean, you walk up to strangers' houses and they... Give you candy? I mean, they could put well, stuff the, in the, your candy. The universe has changed a lot. Well, I remember so, even back then, though. Even back then, it was yeah. like, watch out. Like, every third house has razor blades in the candy. And you're like, what? And so, but I mean, I don't think I ever heard of one person having razor blades in their candy. Well, that's like the that's like the least of my concerns <laughs> with Halloween nowadays. I feel like every kid is going to get abducted. Like, my kid, I don't think my kid will know about Halloween. That won't be a thing in, in my household because I'm just like, nah, like... Well, and now weird. they it's do weird concept. Now they do trunk or treats and lots, lots of other different What's things. What's a trunk and, or treat? Oh yeah, and we used to do that at Rainbow Village. It was so much fun. Um, people would drive up in their cars, and they would have their trunks full of treats, and you just open up your trunk, and the kids would go in and dig out the candy. So oh. much fun. So what's the difference between that and just doing like a regular trick or treat? Well, you don't go to people's houses. Oh, I see. Yeah, see, people, but, but people then again, came to I mean, us, people that we know, we knew, and that we trusted. It's just funny. Like, did you think about any of this? I'm just trying to relate this to parents. You know, let's just say you've got like a five year old now. Like, did you have? Like, you didn't really think about. Like, you would let me just roam the neighborhood. I could just <laughs> go and like get on my bike and just go wherever I wanted, do whatever yes. I wanted to do. I yeah. don't know. If parents nowadays let their kids do that. Well, I hope not. You know, it's a scary place now. But why? Well, but is it is it really that much scary? I, I don't. I don't know the answer. I don't. I'm not well, sure. I don't obviously. know either. And and I often wonder too if it's not that you know during your day and we had like two news stations, three news stations, right? Yeah. And now we have the world in our right. house. Yeah. So we're exposed to every demon and horrific thing that could ever possibly happen. Right. Um, I'm just curious right now, like if you like, is your neighborhood, think about like the, like your neighborhood. Okay. Wherever it is you are like, is it really that scary? Like, do you really have somebody in your neighborhood that like you're fearful of? Cause I feel like we're always fearful of stuff that's not actually a thing in our, in our vicinity, you know, like for, let me give you an example. Like moving to Baltimore, Baltimore, eh, mediocre reputation sometimes like there's it's a high crime city, but it's like it's like spotty in some areas. I mean, I've definitely driven through parts that are like a little scary, but I'm never I never go in those areas. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like I I'm never going to hang out and it's not like that, like comes and infiltrates where I live. Right. You know, I think I think we 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 just have so much information now. Yeah. And we and the media. Listen, I'll take full blame for it because I get it. Like as I'm sitting there in the morning, you know, I mean, my job is to get you to listen longer. And people have this. I mean, it's it's like fight or flight. It's like the <laughs> it is like the the sense of our body to want to stay safe and to, to be aware of our surroundings. Yeah. But like when you're hearing stories about like bombings around the world. Uh-huh. Where like you're never going to visit or know anybody there. It's yes. like, meh, even like in your neighborhood, it's like, is that really going to happen to you? I think my dad has a really hard time with this because he sits there and watches the news all day. And like, I noticed as he sat there more, he would just be more and more fearful of, yes. you know, oh my God, you know, Atlanta's getting so dangerous. And I'm like, 
but you live an hour and a half away from Atlanta, you know, like that would take a very long time for someone to want to come get you from the downtown of Atlanta all the way up to Lake Lanier, Georgia, you know. And the truth of the matter is he grew up in Atlanta. Right. right he yeah. used Atlanta and it was probably just as dangerous then in a different, maybe in a different kind of way. But again, we didn't know about it. Right, we exactly. We just didn't know about it. We had small communities. We knew what was happening within right. a five-mile You talk to your neighbors, but now so we don't talk to anybody. We just watch our phones, and we're like, oh, no, scary. Yeah. Like, if I even, because, you know, I download all the all the news apps here, so I have to kind of, like, stay up to date on what's happening. And, like, yeah. if I went by just what the news apps were saying, I'd be like, this is scary. But if I walk around my neighborhood, <laughs> like, if I, walk around, if I drive to my Target, if I drive to my gym, if I go to the places that I would typically go, like, yes. it's not, like, it's just not a scary place. I've never, I've never once felt scared here. I've never once, well, there's one time I got detoured in this one, one bad part of town. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it's just, it's just funny. It's just funny the way that, like, we're, we're, like wired nowadays and we're on a complete side tangent, but I'm just thinking about is trick or treating really that dangerous? Like, is your kid really going to get abducted or is there really going to be a razor blade in your kid's candy? I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to say that. And so I'm like, yeah, that's true. And then their kid get, you know, um, yeah, and I'm curious about what parents do. Like, what are your kids going to do this, this time? It's tricky. Halloween, yeah. It's tricky know? this year. You know, it's, it's, it's totally different. When is it? It's next weekend. Yep. Yeah, yep. 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 It's yeah. coming fast. Everything's so fast this year. It's so crazy. So crazy. What a crazy well, year. The faster it goes, the sooner it will be done. <sighs> That's right. Let's just get through this election. Right. I, I did vote. I voted on um, Friday, Thursday, Friday. I think Friday. Uh, I voted absentee California because I haven't gotten all my stuff switched over to here yet. Uh-huh. So that's. Um, that's done. That was a really super easy process. Yes. I never, didn't know what the experience would really be like, but um, was really thankful that it was super easy to be done. And we've got, what, two more weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two ten, more weeks until the days, election? Like ten ten days. days? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I am, uh, I am not, let me tell you this right now, I am not looking forward to the show, either the radio show or the podcast right after the election. And I don't care which way it goes. Mm-hmm. Not looking forward to it. I'm already not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I just... Those are hard shows to do. It's hard when there's like an, there's like a high emotional show you have to do yes. and you can't say the right thing and you can definitely say the wrong thing. And so uh, it's fine. It's well, fine. So what shall we talk about in our podcast after the election? Well, I mean, we're going to have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's what a lot of radio shows do is they kind of just like steer away from it. But yeah. I just don't feel like that's like reality this year. I feel like you can't really, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I well, don't. Why don't you talk about it on your radio show and we won't talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> that would exactly. make me not very happy. happy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, our well, audience can, as you say, when I read things, they can go read it for themselves. They yeah. can go and listen to it for themselves and we can just... Be light well, but, but let's be honest, there's probably not going to be much more in our minds that day, you know, no matter how it goes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, well, what else is going on? Literally nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we'll dig deep and see if we can I find honestly, it. and let me say this too, the last thing I'll say about the election is I truly don't think I know how it's going to go. I really mm-hmm. don't. I, uh, I really don't. I feel like both sides because i've got you know i've got friends that are 
on both sides and on both mm-hmm. sides, like they're pretty passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that, I don't think much is like, it's, it's so funny. We, we talk about the bubble and I'm just trying not to get stuck in the bubble this year. I was totally stuck in the bubble in 2016 mm-hmm. and it was a shock. Like, mm-hmm. It was a complete shock mm-hmm. because I, I, I was not expecting it. And I don't know. I don't really know what to expect this year. Like mm-hmm. even like the way I, I, I don't know. I, I really I, do. You really feel confident, Mom, that like you think you know the outcome of no, the 2020 election? I don't no, either. Not at all. And that's like that's even like a little unsettling to me. It is. You know, it is unsettling. No matter who no you're matter, voting for. Right. That's what I'm saying. It only it matters even like who you're voting. I just think this. It's like such a contentious race mm-hmm. that I think we have to be mentally prepared for either way. I don't yeah. think this, and because like, it depends on which side you're talking to. They both think it's going to be a landslide. Well, you know? know, like you turn on Fox news, it says one thing you turn on CNN, it says another. I know. And like complete opposing views. And I don't even know. I think both of those stations, I, I fought both of them for becoming so politically um, uh, biased. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, to where I don't even know the facts anymore. Yeah. You know, I know that I follow one because it, it speaks more to my viewpoints. Yes. But that's, again, then you're in the bubble again. And then I you're know. like shocked when you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Your last poll said 99.9% chance that this candidate was going to win. And then, so it's like. And you know, all the things coming through on our phone are leaning one way, but you know that they're, the things on other people's feed are, are yeah, that's what I'm saying. the other way. It's just, I, I, yeah. I'm I mean, trying to, I, I'm definitely in the bubble and I'm trying to prevent being in the bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah. trying not to be caught off guard when it's like, wait, what? Like yes. I we just can't be that way. And I really truly mean this when I say, I don't know who's going to win this election. I don't, mm-hmm. I really don't feel confident either way right. I, I think that they're both they both have their ups and they both have their downs i don't know how that's going to play out right in this election so right well, there we go that's mm-hmm. the last thing we'll I say know. about the election i hope but i, I doubt it will be i doubt I it will be. all I right know. let's get to the quote for today mom okay so today's quote as i told you i was um we watched David Attenborough this weekend. I'm just such a big fan. And I hope that all of you will go on Netflix and watch some of his things. Anybody listening knows who that is. Including you, Kramer. Well, you go right on the Facebook page and don't don't Google it. But if you literally know who that man is, I just don't think anyone knows who that is. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not in my own bubble of okay. non-knowledge. <laughs> like I just I've just never heard of that name before. Okay. Ever. Okay. Well, he's quite a remarkable man. Yeah. You make it seem like he's like the second Jesus. That's why I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like I should know this person. Go go and get to know him. Mm-hmm. So he says, no, not a feminist. I'm a humanist. I'm neither one side nor the other. It's about the human being and wanting human beings to be better off so they don't view children as an insurance for the future. Now that could definitely apply to the conversation we just had, right? right? Because we, we, we do, we want to leave the world a better place for our children and our grandchildren and all those who come after us. In this quote, I'm quite sure he's referring to the planet and, you know, to the earth. Right. Um, but you know, that's that's the attitude we have to have is we just want it to be a better place and not just insurance for the future, 
but for today, for all of us today, because climate change is happening and is catastrophic today, right? not in the future. It's today. And we have to create an awareness about that and how we can save our planet and the earth. And there are certainly ways to do it. And if you watch that documentary, he'll give you lots of pointers on that. <laughs> if we first off figure out who he is, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. that's the first step. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I posted something last week on Instagram and I, I really, I, cause I have to really think through everything that I do. I've got a pretty big Instagram following. I've got 20 mm-hmm. some odd thousand people on there. And so I, you know, I, I try to like put a little filter in between like my thoughts and then like what I want to do and then like how it's going to be perceived. And so I, um, I went and I posted this picture. You may have seen this picture. It was of a guy like on the street corner, he was carrying a Trump flag and there was a guy on the street corner who was carrying a, um, uh, Biden flag uh-huh. and they were shaking hands. Yes. And I posted that and I got so many co- mean comments back about that. Oh. And I, I had like written some like posts and I deleted it because I was just like, whatever. I just, mm-hmm. I just don't have it in me today. Um, but I was really disappointed that, I mean, I, I guess the question I have for myself that I think about this all the time. And I was talking, again, I was talking to my buddy last night, uh, my best friend, Dan, and we were just talking about like how, how, you know, talking about just being humans, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've, we've so labeled ourselves Yes. Like so many, like for some reason, our labels have become so divisive and that's with like anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like however you label yourself for some reason challenges somebody else, right? Even as me using the V word, which like for some reason really stirs people up. Like the fact that I choose not to eat animals for some reason (laughs) loves to get so many people upset. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I, I just, don't I don't know how to bring it back together, but obviously I will focus on the political scene because that's you know what's kind of in our forefront right now. Mm-hmm. But why how <laughs> like how do we bring it back together? Because now mm-hmm. it's like if you vote one way, mm-hmm. you are this type of person, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. if I say that person is a Donald Trump voter mm-hmm. and that was that's gonna mean one thing to you. Or another, um, but nowhere in the middle. I don't feel like anyone's like okay. We're like before. I mean, again, I don't know because I've I've only voted in the last what three or four elections. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't remember. I remember Obama being pretty contested. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a whole weird thing with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like remember. When I was a kid, but I don't remember like. Clinton being like that. I don't, was, has it, has it been like that mom? Uh, or it's not, been not, like, not in my lifetime. Yeah. No, not like it is today. I think too, you know, we're under so much pressure and stress as a world. Now the world has just changed for yeah. a lot of the reasons that we talked about earlier, you know, how we have the whole world in our house now. Right. And so it changes our perception and we see the world through a different lens than we used to. And everything is so contentious and so divisive. And, you know, you do have to, you know, choose sides. Why do we have to choose sides? Why can't we learn to listen to each other and be okay with 
what is. And that's what we're going to have to do in this election. But I even question how we got to where we got to. Uh, Like, how is it that, like, if you if you vote for Trump, okay, mm -hmm. then you are a racist, homophobic (laughs) asshole. Uh Right. Like Mm -hmm. you just are. Mm-hmm. And if you vote for Biden, mm-hmm. then you are an American hating, baby killing dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it's like that's just what we put like these these like perceptions we put on people. I know. It's like you can't be what happened to because here's the thing. Like, yeah, I definitely I vote one way. There's one party that definitely speaks to me better, but I'm not a hundred percent in complete alignment with with either candidate with one side or the other yeah that's right i'm i there are things that 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 some candidates may say that i'm like oh like like, okay okay Mm -hmm. like i I can see that i can see that that point Mm -hmm. not a lot with some of the candidates but like there's a i'm not saying that i i just it's i just don't know how we come back together as humans well i think because if we say that it's just I, i just think of that feeling just think and i don't know if i it's it's just me I, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm willing to own up to that if it's just me. Mm-hmm. But if you hear that somebody is a candidate, is voting for one party, mm-hmm. it just strikes a nerve. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how, like, how do we just become humans again? How do I just become Stephen Yancey again, the human, and not have all these labels on me? Have and to- have people seen for who I am versus the way that I write my answer, the way I literally spent two seconds filling in a, a bubble on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And how, and listen, how, and it's not even just that. It's like, I, I'm, I'm willing to say that I am part of the problem too. I think we all are, but I, I'm willing to say, listen, I do the same thing. I will instantly judge you. Mm-hmm. I will instantly judge you based on the way that you, that you vote. Mm-hmm. Or any or a lot of other titles. If uh-huh. you say that you're uh, maybe some type of religion that kind of seems kooky to me, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa! You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So how do we stop seeing people for their labels and we just start seeing the humans again? Like we have to start doing that, or we're all going to just explode. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. You know. I mean, I go back to the basics every time of love and acceptance. And it's got to start in our homes, and we've got to learn to be kinder and gentler to people. And, you know, when people mistreat us, we have to stand up for ourselves, but in a way that um, doesn't demean who we are, but in a healthy way that, you know, hopefully others can understand us better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. That, I'm, I'm open to I'm open to that question. Like, if this sounds, this resonates. This conversation resonates with you. Yeah. Like, how do you think we're ever going to get back? And this this is not one side or the other. It's literally both sides. Yes, exactly. And, and it doesn't even have to be politics. It can be so many different things that we're like, oh, you're this. Well, then you're that. Let's look at our sports teams. Oh, you're Alabama. Mm-hmm. Well, then you can't be Auburn. You know, right. or like you're. <laughs> You're what I don't know. I'm so bad at sports, but you know, you're, you're Clemson, you can't be Georgia. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're the Dodgers. Oh, well then screw you. Cause we're, we're the Padres. You know, it's, right. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know. know. What is the answer? I'd be interested to hear from our fans on where they think it starts. If you find yourself falling into those traps, I'd like to know if you, if you just accept them and just say, 
I feel that way? Or does anybody take the time to challenge those thoughts? Is mm-hmm. everyone, because I don't, I, be honest, mm-hmm. I don't, but I need to. Mm-hmm. I think today has been a pretty op- why, you know, eye-opening conversation about like, we need to, because this is, this can't last forever like this. Right. We'll go crazy. So, yes. all right, mom, that's going to do it. Let's say hi to certified fans really quick before you go. Certified okay. fans are the most amazing people on the planet because they keep this podcast going and really appreciate that. Hopefully, you know, it, it, it's, you know, every episode of this, this podcast is a little bit different. They're all over the place. <laughs> um, but everything, I hope you walk away with something every single day. Like today, maybe that just opened your mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, we've got an ask my mom that's um, going to make, going to challenge, you know, or, or give you an opinion about a relationship. You know, a moment in Kramer history, hopefully make you laugh and just see like it's just there's just a different feel. I hope every time you leave with this uh, this podcast. So certified fans are people that uh, take the time and they're they're hard earned money, which I don't take lightly mm-hmm. to support this show. And it means a lot to us. And so we'd like to say hi to certified fans every single episode and then point one out. I was thinking, well, we could like go through the list again. Hell, why not? You know, and just we uh, could. I mean, we can never start, be- start from the top again. We can never appreciate them enough, but let's let's look for um, five new fans this week. Ooh. That's just one a day. That's okay. one a day. Well, you, and you do you you do your spiel because I okay. feel like I've spieled enough. But you do okay. your spiel about why it's well, important to be a certified fan. Yeah, if you enjoy this podcast and it brings joy to your life or makes you think, makes you laugh, whatever, um, just text one friend. And just say, hey, you know, this is something I really enjoy. Thought you might want to check it out. And just get them to listen um, and tell them the perks of being a fan, especially well, being I think that on, honestly our, on could our be fan a, page. A more beneficial, because I, I, I feel like fans is like level two, right? Uh-huh. Like you're not just going to like join a, a fan club before you even like heard a podcast. Yeah. But I think what we could ask this week, and this could be this could be cool, is to be if you are a certified fan already, do you want to like? Because I feel like you guys are like you're, you're like on you're the ones on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're the ones out there. They're that are the really, ambassadors. Yeah. Like, yeah. how about just text this podcast to one person? Just mm-hmm. one person. It's really super easy to do an Apple. I'm not sure on other phones, to be honest with you, but it's got to be just as easy. Mm-hmm. Just hit the, hit the little, I think it's the next thing. You know what? I'm looking at my phone right now. Okay. Right now. And let me go to my podcast app because I want to just explain. Okay. This one. And then, yeah, bottom right-hand corner, there's, there's the three dots. If you hit that and you hit share, boop. And then you just text it to one person. Just say, hey, check out this podcast. See what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's yeah. literally that alone could change the the whole nature of this podcast. Yes. If the if the sort if every certified fan or just, you know, somebody that loves the podcast just does it, be really appreciative. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to become a certified fan, if you feel like, hey, listen, like I've I've dedicated, I'm dedicated to this project mm-hmm. and you want to just donate five dollars a month, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to eight 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 Kramer eight. And Corey C. Corey didn't fill out her second form, but she is a certified fan. So I'm not quite sure where she's from, but Corey, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you so much yes. for being a certified fan. Whoop, whoop. We love you. Yeah. Love you, Corey. Thank you so much for that. So glad um, you're here wherever you're from. Let's get some new ones this week, too. Just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. Okay. Love you forever. And today, we welcome a brand new advertiser to the show, which is really cool. Really appreciate that, you know, because you guys are supporting these advertisers. So more are coming in. That just, that means a lot. 
thanks for trusting me to like promote products and try them out for yourself. I'll tell you what annoys me. Well, actually, let me tell you what doesn't annoy me first. What is important to me is a good night's sleep. I don't get a lot of it, you know, and so every single minute it's like it's like invaluable to me and you probably feel the same way right we spend so much time in our beds if you think about it like what a third of your life is spent sleeping uh you may feel like you're like well it's a sixth of my life as much as you may stay awake sometimes but that but the point is like i when i bought a mattress i invested a little bit more because i really wanted a good mattress but then what goes on top of that mattress is good sheets and if you have the problem with sheets always popping off, that's the worst. There's not a worse feeling than in the middle of the night you being like, hey, the sheet's coming off the side. I want to introduce to you Linen Fit. Linen Fit's patented technology ensures that your sheets will fit no matter your mattress or your lifestyle or your wallet. This is the perfect sheets for you. Linen Fit's will stay on all night, all night long. They're even for like adjustable mattress like I have because I've got some sheets on my bed right now. They're fantastic. And like if you got a sleep number or I've got the Jerome's adjustable bed, they stay on that too perfectly. Not only do they fit any mattress, they, they're not going to budge. So if you got somebody that rolls around a lot, that's my problem always. I was like roll around, roll around. They are guaranteed to stay on. So I'm talking to anybody that's like looking for a better night's sleep. Maybe you've upgraded your mattress, but when's the last time you really treated yourself to a nice set of sheets i gotta recommend to you linen fit they're affordable you got free shipping and free returns if you get them you're like nah, not feeling it that's okay send them back it can be overwhelming to go sheet shopping right because you're like is this you try to like rub it through the package you know and like it's i would just take it from a friend and said i i consider myself your friend so try linen fit and right now linen fit is offering listeners of certified mama's boy 20 percent off purchase site-wide that's on their sheets, on their – they have comforters, they have blankets, they have mattress pads. So if you go to linenfit.com and use the code Kramer, go get a new pair of sheets for the holidays. Maybe treat yourself or somebody that you love to a nice pair of sheets. It's L-I-N-E-N-F-I-T.com and use the code Kramer and 20% off at checkout for your whole entire purchase. I mean your sleep's important, right? So like treat yourself to a nice set of sheets. Not the same one you've been using for years with LinenFit. Back this week, too, is our friends over at BetterHelp. Love BetterHelp. Love recommend. I recommend BetterHelp, but they don't even. I recommend their friends all the time. I recommend them on the radio station, and they don't even pay me to do that. I love BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy. It's online counseling because 2020 is just a bear. But let's go back to like stuff maybe you haven't dealt with yet. Whatever it is you're going through, I use BetterHelp every single week, and I'm now a paying customer because that's how much I freaking love it. I got a free trial, but then um, just to like so I could talk about it. But now I pay because I think Dr. Jag's amazing, and I love the comfort and the uh, the ability to hop on anytime. There's a lot that I'm going through right now. We'll talk about it a little bit more tomorrow. But I feel like I'm, I'm like my life's in complete transition right now, and transition's hard. And if you've been dealing with sleep and sleep issues or depression or anxiety, family issues, uh, they're even a specialized LGBTQ matters. Um, uh, what, what I mean, uh, trauma. Um, if you're dealing with uh, ro- ro- uh, romance issues or relationship issues, like they're they're there. They're gonna match you with a perfect specialist. That's what I love about it. That's why I recommend. I used to always recommend therapy, but never could like really tell people where to go or what to do. Now I've got better help, and I'm like, listen, give it a shot. No matter what you're going through, you got to give it a shot. Plus, ten percent off your first month by going to BetterHelp.com/Kramer, and you can use the code Kramer to get 10% off your first month. I mean, I'm telling you, there's there's a million people right now they are taking charge of their mental health and they're doing it online with BetterHelp. Let's wrap 2020 up in a positive way. Take control of your mental health with BetterHelp and go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer to get 10% off your first month. 
And now it is time for the long-awaited story of The Package. This is Monday Cheesemay. And Cheesemay, and by the way, he's like, what's that? It is translated English, no, Spanish to English as gossip. And when I was in San Diego on the radio show there, uh, my ex-co-host was telling me, she's like, you're a cheesemoso. I don't know what the hell's on. And it's just people that just love the gossip. They just love it. I love it. And I love to tell it. I love to hear it. And so... I've been using the Mondays to kind of tell you stories I've never been able to tell you before because, you know, it's like different on the radio. You got to like, you only got three minutes and can't say this, can't say that. And this is like definitely one of those stories I knew I couldn't say, especially because of the situation. Okay. So this was like a long time ago. This was probably, what, a year and a half ago? A year ago? But you may remember I came on the radio and I told you like played out day by like hour by hour of a Amazon package. And I promise you... This is the last conversation we'll have about Amazon for at least a month until the 26th of November, okay? Until after Thanksgiving, fair? I thought we exhausted the Amazon topic. But uh, I was telling you in real time that an Amazon package that I had delivered was lost, but what was inside this package was really uncomfortable. So today I want to tell you the full story of what happened, okay? So um, the radio show went something like this, is I knew the package was going to come that day. And I was like, I had gotten notification that it had been delivered. Well, I looked on my doorbell camera and I noticed that indeed this package that I thought was coming was no longer, was not at my doorstep. And I was like, wait a minute, this is really uncomfortable. And I had two packages coming that day. I had one, which was like an allergy, a natural allergy relief vitamin. <laughs> and then I had the other item. And on the air, I told you, like, I would never, I'm like, this item is so embarrassing if it got lost and got in the wrong hands. And I, and I couldn't tell you what it was on the radio, right? So I literally went on Amazon chat and I was like, hey, um, I have a problem because I have a very sensitive package that has been left somewhere that's not my house. Now, I don't know if you know, and I don't know how it is with your deliveries. They don't do it here in Baltimore, but in um, San Diego they did, where it was literally, you could see, like, they took a picture of your package. And I was like, that's not my house. And so I was like, feverishly, I was like, I sent a message to Amazon. I was like, hey, like, I, I got to figure out what this package is. And they're like, well, honestly... We can't, once it's been delivered, there's not much that we can really do. Now, my fear wasn't not to have that item. My fear was that, like, where was it going to appear and with my name on it, right? Because it's happened to me a couple of times. I don't know about you, but I've received an Amazon package and I don't think much of it. I just see it's there at my doorstep. And so I open it up and... I could just imagine the horrified look on someone's face when they realized what this was. So, um, so Amazon's like not much help. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I rush home from work and I start driving around my neighborhood, trying to locate like the package, but just by photo alone, I'm looking at like every single, every single driveway. Cause I can tell it's on a driveway and I see a gate behind it. It's like a chain link fence kind of gate. And so I'm like looking, I'm like, is that it? No. Is that it? No. Like I look all around the neighborhood. I don't see anything like it. So 
I get back on with Amazon and I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm thinking there's got to be somebody that can help. So I pull it a real Jimmy Mac and I'm like, I, can, I need to like speak to a supervisor about this because I'm just like, how could this be possible? Because I've never had a lost Amazon package before, by the way. This never happened. So when I when I um, I get on there and the poor woman was mortified once I told her what it was. And she was like, oh, my God, like this is yeah, this is really bad. She's like, well, all I can do, honestly, because, again, once it's out, it's out. We can't like go back and retract a package. She's like, but I can put like a, a tight geofence around your your doorstep so that they can't leave a package anywhere but you're in front of your door and i'm like that's not helping now okay it's not like that's not what i need like in this moment so um i was like panicked and the day goes by and nothing like nothing there's no sign of it and, I, and like no word about it nothing so I went to work the next day. I think I may have told the story again of like what happened and that I had no idea which one of my neighbors could have my package. I get home that next day and I'm taking a nap and I hear the doorbell ring and I go to the door and I see there's two Amazon packages sitting there. One, which has been opened. And I'm like, oh my God, like I, well, actually to be honest, so I remember the doorbell rings. I look out the door and I could see out into the, like uh, out past the, um, like what would you call it? The foyer, not a foyer, what do you, like the front porch, I guess. And I could see like a man standing there. But I guess in, in my mind, I was a little fearful that it was going to be somebody with that package and I didn't want to have to make eye contact with them. So I just like let them go away first. I go to the door. There's two, two Amazon packages sitting there, right? One's been open, one hasn't been. I take the packages back into my room and I realized that I, I kind of reopened the open package like, oh my God, and realized that that, in fact, was my allergy vitamin. <laughs> so it was like, whoo, okay, coast is clear, right? That's the good news. The other part was, right, then I've got to be worried about the item, the other item that I was so paranoid about. I'm like, please let this unopened package be this item that I'm like terrified for anybody to see that I ordered this. And I opened it and it indeed was the item. And I was like, oh my God. Like, oh, after all this, thank you, Jesus. That's like one of those like, thank you, Jesus moments, you know, where you're just like, thank you, Jesus. I think I probably said like, if you, if you just let the package get back here, I'll go to church every Sunday. I'll build a, I'll build a church in your name or something. You know, like one of those, it was, it was like that much of a panic for me. So what was in this package? What could have been so bad? I told you that I was in this, you know, I call it a toxic relationship, but I don't think that's really fair. But it was, you know, and that it was in the good phase of the of the the back and forth relationship that I was in right when I got out of my marriage, right? About six, eight months. I'm trying to think what exactly when that was. She left in April and her and I started hanging out in October. Uh, so what, six months later? Um we we had ordered a um a toy of sorts okay like a toy you know what i'm saying wink wink nudge nudge okay and like this toy was like big and bold and um pink and <laughs> i would have just been mortified if any of my i mean i live in like the old person part of town right if any of anybody in my neighborhood would have like seen my name attached to this item, 
I would have been like mortified forever. I couldn't, I couldn't look at a neighbor in the face ever again. Like, how do you, <laughs> like, what would you say? You know, especially like, like the grandma across the street. I had this woman named Maggie lived across the street. She's 83, 84 years old. What am I going to say to Maggie? I don't, I don't know honestly who had the package. I'm not sure. It was, it was a gentleman that dropped the package off to my house. It was kind of like a B-cat. Shout out B-cat, by the way. For doing that. Who knows what you've taken in somebody else's house. So I'm just going to give you this warning. Even though Amazon seems discreet. And the last time we're going to talk, talk trash on Amazon. Even though it seems discreet. Just know there's a possibility. That they could end up in somebody else's house. And then like what? What? <laughs> what? Uh, before we get to the good news. A brand new advertiser on here this week too. Which this is one we all need to try. Like every single person listening. Please go try this. Because I was a little skeptical at first to be honest with you. But the second this hit my mouth. I was like this is nostalgia and a spoon. So happy to welcome Magic Spoon to the podcast. Now Magic Spoon. Like you know like when you were a kid. There were so many great cereals. I think your favorite childhood cereal. Problem is when you become an adult. Like your body just isn't forgiving enough. Like if I were to have a whole box of cereal now. I have to gain like said gain six pounds the process but with magic spoon you get that same nostalgia and taste but it's a whole lot healthier for you and it's been so fun to go through this variety pack this weekend because i'm like wait a minute this literally tastes like my favorite child i don't know if i'm supposed to mention the the cereals but let me take the flavors of magic spoon just to give you an idea wink wink nudge nudge the ones i'm talking about they have cocoa they have fruity you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Uh, they've got frosted <laughs> and they've got blueberry. All four of these, so good. And they're like not bad for you. No sugar, 11 grams of protein per serving, and only three net grams of carbs per serving. So like you're not going to pack on the pounds like you would if you ate like the, the cereal that your kids are eating. And it almost tastes too good to be true because before I came on here, I wanted to make sure I don't want to recommend some crap for you, right? I want I really want to recommend uh, something that's going to be fun to eat. And especially like if you're looking for, like you're looking to cut back, but you still want to feel like you're cheating a little bit. Like this is the perfect thing for you. It's keto friendly. It's gluten free for me, which I love. It's grain free. It's soy free, low carb and GMO free. So this is one that I'm telling you, you've got to go try because you're going to be like, what? Magic Spoon. It's your favorite cereals. Kind of reinvented, I guess you could say. Go to magicspoon.com slash Kramer to grab a variety pack and try them today. And be sure you got to use the code Kramer at checkout because you're going to get free shipping for doing that. So you can get it there even faster and even easier. And Magic Spoon's so confident that you're going to love it. They've got a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it, like if you're if like you're not vibing with it, like you feel like you should after hearing me talk about it, you get your money back, no questions asked. It's magicspoon.com slash Kramer and use the code Kramer for free shipping. And we're so happy to welcome Magic Spoon to the podcast. All right, here's some good news for you. And it made me laugh about voting because you need to vote. I hope you really will get out and vote this year. And no matter which way you do vote, I mean, I'm not trying to poo-poo on voting. I just, you do, you need to vote. And early voting, by the way, has been record numbers. Obviously, a little bit different this year because, you know, a lot of people are voting from home. But still, I'm I'm excited with how many people are getting out and voting. And we'll get to it made me laugh about that in a couple seconds. Uh, first, though, two, two good stories today. So, there's a woman in New Jersey who thought fast to try to get some help from a stranger as police says that she was being carjacked, robbed, and kidnapped. She had been in a parked car with a man when another man knocked on the window and identified himself as a police officer. 
the lieutenant that was you know in charge of this case with the it was in Clifton, New Jersey, says the man then told the couple that they were breaking the law for being intimate in a public place. Now I'm not sure they're really being intimate or not. Or he just said that, but um, he told them though if if he were to you know if they were to give him some money that he would um, he would take it and wouldn't take them to jail because of it. And then he's like you need to know that I have a gun on me. And they were like, oh, so they complied. And then the suspect forced the woman into the back seat while he got in the front seat and directed the guy to drive to a nearby bank. That's when the woman like just kicked into gear. She's like, how am I going to save this? Right. She saw another woman and mouth help me to this stranger. And luckily they called the police. The officers were nearby and arrived in time to stop this pri- this crime in progress. The two men were arrested and charged with kidnapping, carjacking, and robbery. And luckily, the other two were doing just fine. So, I mean, I don't know what I would do. I don't know. Like, in a, you know, it's like you always think you know you do in a situation like that. But who knows? Like, who knows what you would actually end up doing? Uh, but that's a good thing to keep in mind. Just if you can find somebody mouth help me. It's kind of cool what people will do. I don't know what I do if I saw somebody say, mouth help me. Like, I'm, I'd probably call 911. <sighs> stressed, I'm stressed out by this story. Okay, I love macaroni and cheese. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love. I even love vegan mac and cheese. I just love it. It's a childhood thing. It's just a comfort thing. Like when I got to let go, I ate macaroni and cheese every day. It just felt good. So sometimes though, you got to go with your cravings so they can pay off in a big way. Marquetan Car- Caraway in North Carolina said his love for mac and cheese is what actually got him a winning lottery ticket. He told the lottery officials that he needed to stop by the store to get some ingredients for the dish and decided to actually grab the scratcher while he was there. Little did he know this $5 megabuck scratch-off ticket was the big winner. When he got around to scratching it off, he was thrilled to see that he had won a $200,000 jackpot. It almost didn't even happen. He said, when I got to the counter, the man gave me my change, and I was about to walk out of the store, and his son told me, you know what? You need to buy a ticket. So trusting his gut, he did, and it paid off. Thank God for macaroni and cheese. Shout out mac and cheese, man. Like, what? That's crazy. That's a, that's a crazy story. But talk about like, trusting your gut, right? Like, you got to like you gotta stay on top of this stuff. Okay, John Oliver. I love John Oliver. Do you ever do you watch um what's it last week tonight? I love that show. Um, he, he's talking about voting and like he how they take it a little differently in Australia, but may not be a terrible idea for this election either. There's only one country on the planet which has a respectable turnout at their elections. It's Australia. They have a hundred percent voting in Australia. How have they achieved this? Well, in Australia, it's illegal not to vote. <laughs> It's brilliant. And the problem they've run into, though, now, is that people have started voting drunk. (laughs) It's true, they they have to give everyone the day off work to allow them to vote, and people choose to exercise their democratic rights by getting absolutely sozzled first thing in the morning. (laughs) It's true, so now it's got so bad, they're suggesting closing all pubs and bars next election day, as a report's been released saying that voting drunk affects your ability to vote. By 18%. Which I think has to be a guess. Because I like to think when I've been truly drunk in my life, when I've really let myself down, that that would affect my ability to vote by, and this is just a ballpark figure, by around 100%. In that it removes my ability to walk, think, and grip anything. <laughs> and yet, this same report found out voting drunk actually makes you more right-wing. 
I did not see that coming. <laughs> it's against your popular notion of the drunk man, isn't it? I love you! I bloody love you! But I cannot justify continued expenditure on the welfare state. <laughs> that and all the videos down in the show notes, all the stories, you can catch up with everything we talked about. If you want to share them on your social media or whatever, it's down there. All right, thank you so much for listening today. Really, really, really appreciate you being back here for another week. And, uh, you know, here we are. We're mid-150s now, which is crazy. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of our family. And we will talk to you tomorrow with a... Um, what's tomorrow? Tuesday? A... Um, Ask my mom. Cool. Love you. See you tomorrow. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.